Welcome to the Heal and Awaken podcast. My name is Aparna and I'm your host. First of all, my most sincere apologies for not having had any more uploads on the podcast. And I have faced some uh, dental issues which have prevented me from recording. Um, I've had two root canals in a span of 10 days, I think, from grinding my teeth in my sleep a long time ago, and over time there were some fractures. One was more severe than the other, and of course they both you know, came up around the same time, and it was unavoidable. And I had to save my voice uh, and my energy for my clients. Therefore, the podcast was not recorded. So, my apologies for that. So today I want to talk about resilience as a spiritual practice. Often, we come to believe that when we become spiritual, maybe we'll have less problems, less things to work through in life. And that is true over time. It's not even that we'll have less problems, it's that we'll be more aligned with our creative intelligence and therefore we're able to find solutions quickly, gracefully, with flow and ease. Regardless, resilience is required more on a human, let's see, resilience is required for both human and spiritual reasons. It is said that a tree that doesn't bend will break. A body that is not oiled can easily crack or break, not literally but figuratively, can have a lot of problems. Therefore, we can be in the question today as how much more resilient can I be in my life? Um, Sometimes we are faced with waves of difficult experiences. Sometimes we can feel defeated by these experiences. And today I invite you to consider the possibility of having the attitude of, oh, okay, here's a situation, how can I deal with it? How can I deal with it better than last time? How can I find that missing link that I wasn't able to see last time? How can I deal with my difficult daughter or son or husband or wife who has brought up the same issue again? Can I be devoid of cynicism and bitterness and judgment and be completely open and resilient to finding a new solution to this problem or this situation? Can I offer myself the same thing? Can I observe my same old, same old pattern 
thought, belief, revisiting memories? And can I be open to the possibility of seeing it in a new way? Can I allow myself to not feel defeated? So if you feel defeated, which we all do sometimes, my sincere invitation to you is to really look at your fatigue levels. Often we feel very defeated, we want to give up when we are exhausted. And as soon as we get the rest that we need, that resiliency comes back, that optimism comes back. That feeling of, oh, I'm sure this is going to work itself out or I'll find a solution to this. My intuition will guide me. We begin to work on these levels, some that are higher, some that are practical, worldly. And when we commit and when we decide that I'm going to choose to be resilient in my life, in my journey, in my relationships, naturally you're going to open up to newer possibilities things that you may have missed before relationships that you may have written off the past will be rewritten with a new lens with a much more of an open heart and that will ignite your desire for more forgiveness or more healing around things that remain unresolved in your life. When I look at my own life journey, uh, it has been one filled with obstacles, challenges, battles, um, just hundreds of opportunities for growth. And in my young, young days, teenage days, young woman days, I, didn't, I was not aware of this this possibility for myself. So I would burrow deep into these painful parts of my mind and I would stagnate there, I would hibernate there, I would spend time feeling helpless and in despair, I would feel sorry for myself, I would judge myself, I would withdraw and close off to the world. And as a result, I could always justify how the world was towards me. Oh, I don't have friends. I don't think my family loves me. My life is extra hard compared to other people because I have bad karma and so on and so forth. I had very little resilience. I was stuck in the density of my own lower frequencies. And yes, I had great teachers. I had people who loved me dearly. But I was not ready to see the truth. And therefore, I suffered just enough till I decided there must be more to life than just this. So I'm going to invite us all today to think about where can I be a little more resilient? You know, and resilient people have done the work of trusting their path, 
trusting their higher self, their soul, trusting life, trusting this lifetime, this incarnation. Resilient people are curious. They're excited to, uh, to want to know what's around the bend. They don't give up. And I can tell you from being a person who gave up very early on in life, was very disempowered to somebody who's through her own hard work and suffering and struggle and with the grace of her guru and her teachers has come to the other side. Resilience is a very sweet quality to develop. It's this feeling of, yes, I'm down now, but I'm going to get up. And I'm going to look at this differently. I'm going to face this in a different way. And as a result, I'm going to reach for something that is greater than me, my ego my small mind, my fears, my worries, my anxieties, my disappointment. I know there's something greater and bigger than all of those things within my personality and I'm going to reach for that. And resiliency is a result of total acceptance. And when we accept, we are soft, we are flexible. We don't dictate to our higher self how something should be. We endure, we don't suffer. We give life a little more. We open our hearts a little more. And we don't judge ourselves and we don't beat ourselves up for what is happening. So, some years ago, I should say in 2018, I noticed that I had you know, some weird sensations in two of my teeth. And I went to my dentist who said, we can't really find anything in these x-rays. Um, maybe you chewed too hard on some almonds or something. And he said, we should keep an eye on it. And I, of course, thought, well, it's really not hurting very much occasionally, so I'm just going to leave it, just going to ignore it. And in 2022, one of my teeth needed attention. So I went to a different dentist, and she said, you have been grinding your teeth, and this, this first one I'm talking about has a, you know, decent fracture. And there is another one on the left side of your mouth that also has an issue, but it's much more minor compared to this one. So I had her do this procedure to see if I could avoid a root canal and she said I'll do it it was sixteen hundred dollars and she said but it's likely you're gonna need a root canal at some point so a year went by and sure enough this molar on the right side on the bottom was, became very active in 24 hours it was saying to me you're gonna pay attention to me you're gonna do something about it and 
I was miserable enough that I found a nice dentist who then referred me to an amazing endodontist and I had the root canal the same day. And then about 10 days later or eight days later, the other tooth that was a minor issue that I've been ignoring since 2018 decided to show me that it's ready to get some help. So I had another root canal. Fortunately, both of those procedures were done by amazing endodontists. And yes, I worked the whole time. In fact, I went and had my root canal, came back and saw two, three more clients. And uh, you know, I felt very blessed because of the way these procedures were done. Um, the first one was actually, the recovery was quite hard for four days, but um, the procedure itself was done beautifully. And the second one barely even hurt me, perhaps because it was a minor, more of a surface fracture. My total bill is around $5,000. Uh, as you can imagine, I was uh, not wanting such an expense, not looking forward to it, didn't anticipate it. And I told myself, well, I am 53 and I did avoid taking care of it maybe in 2019 or 2020. And so, of course, everything is more expensive in Washington, D.C. than in Michigan. And I will tell you, two days after my second root canal, I didn't even think about the $5,000. I had the most wonderful sense of lightness and joy, almost like a happiness for having worked through something that had been waiting for some years. And how blessed I am that I just had to walk or take a short little Uber ride to get the procedure, come back, was able to work, continue to earn my living, take care of my clients, and be at home and take care of myself with the hot water bottle and ice pack and you know there there was a couple of days where I took naps in between my clients uh, during the recovery of the first one which was quite painful so I have with one child in graduate school and another child who is trying to find her way in Michigan by herself I have some financial obligations to my children, responsibilities that I've consciously taken on. And then, of course, having this big bill, um, it makes you think about, it gives you an opportunity to ask yourself, okay, am I going to go into defeatist mode or am I going to fully trust that this is all going to work out, there's plenty of abundance, uh, my children are always taken care of because they are also souls and they have their own destiny. How resilient can I be? How much can I do my Saturn work where I'm not feeling victimized, where I'm not feeling sorry for myself? You know, I recently learned that Saturn 
is the planet where it's not like the planet is causing you pain, but the spiritual work around Saturn is learning how to endure pain without creating more suffering or karma for yourself. And between me falling, missing two steps and falling and hurting my ankle incredibly badly to these two root canals, I feel that I have done some really good Saturn-related karmic work. And then I've had the great fortune of a very beloved client of mine who gifted me a astro Vedic astrology reading with her astrologer whose expertise is in remedial gem therapies. So precious gems are used in Vedic astrology as remedies for certain things in your chart. And I had a wonderful reading. I learned so much about myself, well, I should say my chart, from that reading. And he recommended that I get a two-carat yellow sapphire pendant set in gold. And I declined that. But instead, he also had recommended two rudrakshas for me, one for health and one for prosperity. And I decided to go with the rudraksha the 10 face Rudraksha for health which currently they're making for me and they're going to send it to me soon along with it he prescribed for me to do two beautiful sadhanas for Saturn one is for the pacification of Saturn in my chart in regards to my I've moved a lot so I can't explain the technicality of it, but it's something to do with Jupiter and Saturn in my chart. So, and then the other one is for health. So I have committed to doing uh, 108 times six, six rounds of 108 per day for 40 days and doing an Abhishekam or an offering to the Shivalingam. So I think I'm on day 15. Um, by the time I finish, I think I will have chanted 25,000, if I'm correct, 25,920 mantras. And it's intense, uh, but it's perfect for me because I live by myself. It's just me and my dog. And sometimes I'll stay up till midnight chanting these mantras and doing the offerings, etc. And I find it very, very fulfilling and powerful and uh, you know it's I will say that although I'm a very sensitive person I have taken on this intense 40-day sadhana for Saturn and I was thinking last night that I don't think I'm gonna stop I really like these mantras I like how I feel so when I finish the 40 days, I will honor my 40-day <clears throat> journey and continue on. Um, and I'm really grateful for all these teachers and guides in my life who have continued to support me in my resilience. And I want to inspire you with my 
couple of small stories to look into your own journey and see where else you can find that spirit of resiliency within yourself. And I know it's there. It's in each of us. And we deserve to give ourselves that experience. The experience of that deep, rich resiliency of the spirit, which comes with this deep, deep, soft opening and accepting of oneself in your personal heart as well as in your spiritual heart. So I will end here by inviting anybody who's inspired to reach out to me um, to share with me. You can send me an email and tell me how this podcast impacted you. If you have any topics you'd like me to share about, feel free to email me and share that with me. And if it excites you to know that you could receive spiritual mentoring from me, you can reach out through my website as well. So here's to the resiliency of the human spirit and the collective consciousness. And may we all soften and open our hearts to all the beauty and richness and tenderness of being on this planet. All my love to all of you. Thank you so much for listening to the Heal and Awaken podcast.